Hi, everybody. It's Richard with High on Healthy. And joining us today, we've got Katie Bramlett, who is the co-founder of the tech startup WeShape, which is a health and wellness-focused um, company that's striving to help you feel better in your body. Welcome aboard, Katie. Hi, thank you for having me. So tell me a bit about, you know, how you came to found WeShape. You've been involved for about 20 years in the in the space, and obviously you found something that was lacking. Yeah, so um, with WeShape, what we're trying to do is we're trying to solve two problems in the fitness industry. Yep. So the first problem we're trying to solve is the fitness industry is centered on exercise um, versus movement. This is right. this is a, a, an issue that I think people, a lot of people are unaware of. So a lot of companies in the fitness space are focusing on calorie burn, pumping muscles and aesthetic. And what people fail to see is that what the body actually needs and wants, especially for the long term, is movement. Right. So we're focusing on a product that is real time scalability so that we can have high quality programming and provide exercises that meet people in the moment in terms of what their body needs. So that's where our technology comes in. So these are at home workouts where you have real time adjustable options. So we're really focusing, we believe that the solution to that problem is movement, right? I always ask people, does your 85-year-old self wish you would have burned more calories, wish it would have had a certain number on the scale, or does your 85-year-old self wish that it had high-quality movements? Because it's really not a matter of if we're going to be in pain, it's a matter of when. So we focus so much on the movement. That's exactly it. I know I, I do a bunch of work with uh, some charities and some groups that deal with uh, disabilities. And one of the things you learn early on is we all are born at a certain point. We all acquire disabilities as we age. And, you know, some people, unfortunately, are born with certain of them. Others acquire them in their youth, in their teen years, and their adult years. But no matter what, you're going to acquire those disabilities and those are going to impact your movement. Absolutely. And the longer you can delay it, the better. Yeah. But it's also then it becomes a question of, you know, as you're working through, um, those movements can be incorporated throughout your day. They're not just sitting at home and doing something for five minutes or an hour. It's actually how are you living the rest of your life and time? How do you tie in? How do you measure and tie that in? So uh, right now we have people take a quiz when they join WeShape and we Mm -hmm. figure out where each part of their body is, right? Like I might have a really strong lower body, but I might have a shoulder injury. Right. So we try to find out where everybody's body actually is and what they need. And then behind the scenes, it's very complicated. For the user experience, they just push play. But behind the scenes, we have a a system that has thousands of different video files for different movements. And Mm. so you could come in and we would do the same workout in the same day, but you might be doing a level five squat, I might be doing a level eight squat, you might be doing a level eight upper body, I might be doing a level one upper body, you might be doing a level two core, like, it's so customizable based on what your exact body needs. And, and this is the issue in the fitness industry, right? It's like, we're not focusing on quality movement. Right. We're focusing on what does the scale say? How many calories did I burn? And it just, it doesn't really serve us for the long haul. So we're encouraging people to stop and evaluate, like, what is your intention with exercise? What, yeah. Where are you trying to go with that? Yeah. And a lot of times it's about how do I look and not how am I really feeling and am I healthy? Because I know, you know, I've had some friends of mine who've been incredibly fit in terms of their exercise regime and you know they would pump iron every day they'd run 10k they'd be doing you know amazing things every single day 
and I have one great friend of mine who dropped dead. Mm. And it was, he wasn't actually fit. He was physically built, but he wasn't fit on the inside. And, you know, he was 40 when he dropped. Wow. It's horrible. Yeah. There, yeah. That we just, we are so uh, conditioned to believe that the scale, the way our body looks, um, the calories, those are, those are the most important things. And I think as we get older, as, as we evolve, we start to learn, oh, maybe those aren't the most important things. So, yeah. So we offer daily workouts that are rooted in movement, mm-hmm. quality movement. We're trying to like reset the standard from what quality exercise means. So right now, as it stands, you could go get a personal trainer who had a weekend course as a, you know, to get a certification. I could yep. go see a personal trainer who maybe has a, master's degree in exercise physiology Mm -hmm. and we could have vastly different experiences but we're both seeing a personal trainer so there there is no industry standard on what is quality exercise Mm -hmm. what does it mean to like move well in your body so we're trying to also kind of bring attention to that and reset what that standard is because there there is no standard no but you know more importantly i think is you're you're uh, helping people address their value system and their beliefs into what's what do they believe is healthy and that's physical but also mental how well, you, do you you're tackle bring, that yeah. part well so in the beginning when i talked about the two problems that we're trying to solve you're you're nicely going into the second problem so the first problem we're trying to solve is the movement quality mm-hmm. the second problem we're trying to solve is the mentality mm-hmm. um and our belief system so we live in a culture again that is is conditioning us to believe that how we look is is assigned to our worth and our value and our health Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of misconceptions around that. And we don't believe that that road really takes people very far. So we're also addressing the mentality side of this by we have a weekly podcast where we bring on various experts to debunk uh, beliefs around, you know, what being healthy actually is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have people come on, you know, psychologists to talk about like how to create better self-worth. that's not related to a number on the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have daily community calls. So when people join our, our, our company, our, our product, they can have access to the daily workouts, but they also have access to daily calls. So we have experts that come and do Q and A's. We have uh, Q and A's on movement. We have support calls. So we're trying to also bring up this mindset, this this mentality piece as well. Because what it's like, I always laugh. People come in to get a workout, and then about a month in, they they go, "Oh, my mentality has shifted." And I'm like, "Yep, right. that's what we're trying to do." Because that mentality drives your behavior, drives drives your intention. Well, exactly. It's just like you know when when you have children. At first, your child is frustrated because they can't do things, and you have to teach them and it's a lifelong lesson for people you can but you can't on the first day you do it better the second time and the third time and the 50th time and it's how we master anything but when we look at things and say i can't we immediately become self-defeating and our Mm -hmm. culture around so much of the health issues are people look at it and go well i can't lose that weight because as opposed to no but you can but don't worry about eating the elephant in one bite worry about it's going to take you a thousand meals yeah or we're encouraging people let's not make this about weight loss let's no it's actually, not right? yeah let's make this about um connecting with yourself and feeling worth and value yep. uh be, regardless of what size your body is let's mm-hmm. make this about feeling good and moving better in your body and to be honest with you a lot the company really stemmed from the fact that my co-founder and i used to have a different fitness company we actually had a body transformation company it's oh, like yeah. the opposite of what we're doing yeah, it right is. now. I was going to say. 
<laughs> and we learned a lot of hard lessons in that. And we had thousands of people have body transformations. And guess what? They all felt bad about themselves even when they lost the weight. It's like it's a misconception that if I lose the weight and I look this way, suddenly I'll have self-worth. Suddenly I'll feel good about myself. But right. actually, we noticed people really didn't. And so I thought, wait a minute, we are not on the right path here. We have to reevaluate what our goal is. Yeah, I'm a good friend of mine. He's dropped about 80 pounds in the last year. But he's got a phenomenal attitude about himself. And it was, you know, he's just been working at it. And some, you know... Sometimes it's some of the absolute nicest people and they just, it's just a change in something about their own belief in themselves, but they're phenomenal individuals. Whereas unfortunately some people were just at the other end of the spectrum, they're bringing the toxic sense of you look this way, therefore you are this way, which isn't the right one to the market. I mean, and let's be, let's be real. Like we live in a fat phobic culture and that culture tells people that you will be treated differently if you are in a smaller body. And we need to come together collectively and change that narrative because there's a lot of psychological and emotional harm in those belief systems. So we're really trying to debunk some of these, you know, it's like this idea that you can be healthy at any size your body is. Let's not focus on that. Let's focus on how you feel and your self-worth and your connection to yourself. It, it's not about the scale, although you know, we are fighting an uphill battle because the culture and society we live in tells us it matters. So how do it, we come together and say it doesn't? It, you know, but that's also a, a really good data point where you can look at, you know, the U.S. has a greater degree of weight and obesity than any other developed nation on earth. You can look to Canada to the north and it's a much lower amount, but we still have a lot of the same other issues. Um, you can look at Europe and you have very low rates of obesity or weight gain and it's a it is a cultural thing but it's also the belief system and the foundations that are different and the food supply well i mean in the us specifically what it, what is our what is our number one value here it's it's profit <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do we make the most money? It's not how do we take care of our people the best? That's not that's not the value system. So, um, you know, it, it, I understand like what one of the things that's hard about having the startup company is I feel like I'm working against a lot of the normal belief systems that we hold specifically in the U.S. And right. um, I'm, I'm still willing to do it, though, because I feel like it's important work. You know, it's important work. And with like the things I, I deal with separately on, you know, some of the mental health projects I work on and some of the um, other projects that I do. If you change one person's life, it's a huge success because a life is invaluable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We had a, we ran a 30 day feel good challenge. So this was, we used to run 30 day body transformation challenges, but now we run 30 day feel good challenges that are focusing on how do you feel? How are your aches and pains? How's your self-confidence? Uh -huh. uh, we don't actually talk about the scale at all. We actually encourage people to get rid of their scales. Yeah. Um, but I had this one woman come in, she came in, she was like, Oh, I thought I was going to lose weight. I thought I was going to, you know, tone up. I thought I was going to do these things. She was 75 years old. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the challenge, she um, we did a community call and she came on and she said, you know, I came here to exercise, hoping that I would change the way I look. 
And what actually happened is after the month of being here in this community, I now look in the mirror and I realize that the voices that were in my mind that were telling me my body wasn't good enough, I needed to lose weight, I needed to look a certain way, were actually not my voices. Those were the voices of my mother, my sister, the culture I grew up in. They were not actually who I was. And the thing I'm actually walking away from joining the We Shape community is a is way deeper connection with myself. And those voices are a lot, a lot quieter now. And I get to have my voice. And for the first time at 75 years old, I'm actually able to look in the mirror and see myself for who I really am. And, and it's a, it's a complete transformation. Yeah. And those, those voices, you know, there's been a lot of research into that aspect and tying it back to people's childhood and the way things express throughout. And when you're addressing people's beliefs and values and allowing them to understand that those aren't their voices and they aren't the truth, it's huge. Yeah, the the next step that we're going to take in the company to address this mentality pro, uh, problem is we're actually going to, I'm going to be putting together, I'm personally putting together a panel of experts right. who can help me understand like, so like I want to connect with a clinical psychologist who works with, you know, beliefs from childhood, a yep. clinical psychologist who works on body image. Uh, uh, I'm working with a sociologist who has understanding of like how some of these rooted beliefs in our culture impact this cycle of toxic weight loss culture. I want to put these people together in the same room and say, how do I create a product experience that addresses this mentality? How does how do I get someone to join WeShape, open the product, and feel this mentality transformation? Because it's like they're all separated, right? We don't address these things in the fitness industry. Oh, they're um, siloed. Yes. So how do I get these experts who have actual clinical experience in helping people o- overcome these huge mindset barriers? And how do I translate that even further than we are in the WeShape product? So that that's sort of the next step that we're working on over here, because this is a big issue. This is a really big issue. Well, it's a huge issue, and it's much bigger than you know just the one aspect you're dealing with, but you're opening up into a, well, what all the domain of all the therapists is. And the entire mental health industry and it's a huge one to take on but i think the one thing you're doing which you've spoken to that is where you can drive in and deal go even deeper that makes an impact is throw away the scale it doesn't matter it doesn't and if you help people understand that that scale is meaningless that arbitrary device that they stand on and set they're looking at to see how they're doing it doesn't matter it's Wake up in the morning and how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Right, Because that is the validation that you need. I feel good. You want, you know, when people get to the point where they know and they're aware of the fact that they're, they feel good, everything else starts falling into place. I mean, again, if, if people are assuming that they'll get on the scale, lose the weight they think they need to lose, and then suddenly feel self-worth, well, I've watched thousands of people go through body transformations. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I've also had a number of uh, fitness models and uh, you know bodybuilding competitive people on our podcast, and all of them said the same thing when they were when they were you know in that they actually were the most miserable they've ever been. So there's just a huge lie about all of this. And so I feel like, you know, I definitely want to address the movement side. I want to offer people a really high quality workout product, but I think that the root of all of this is the mentality. And so I I feel very called to address it. I think it's really important work. It is. And with the work you're doing, are you 
finding you're getting more more receptive response in certain communities groups um are you is it just really you're finding everybody from different walks of life or are you finding that it's more successful the message is more successful with one group or another uh, um i mean a lot of people come to us to say i want to work out and then they leave and go oh i didn't realize there was men this mentality piece um oh. but i would say the most the bulk of our community right now is women over 40. Uh, but I do think that there's a future in expanding our market space. Like, for instance, I have a passion for bringing this this uh, philosophy and these concepts to, like, adolescent females. I think that this is a population of people who are being brainwashed by social media. And, you know, if you look at the data around eating disorders, and it, it's really not looking well for that population. So it's a um, critical I think need there. Yeah. So I see us opening up. But right now, our community is uh, a lot of women over 40 who have done diet after diet after diet after diet after program yeah. after program after program. And they're like, I want to go a different path. Yeah. And it's it is a it is a societal issue, which is I mean, it affects women more than men on a where people understand it and see it that you know women are more because women are judged more harshly in the community based on how they look but men feel the pain too they just don't they don't talk about it, it as much. they don't talk about it and there's more latitude given based yeah, on i i was talking right, with someone about this yesterday around how women feeling validation and worthiness based on how they look must feel i'm curious if it feels similar to how men feel around being successful and having financial resources right like yeah. it, it's like a similar like okay you're born and the, the the narrative is you don't even know you're like subscribing to the story that you'll be more valuable if you're a male who's successful who has a lot of money and yeah. and that's the same narrative i think for a lot of women you'll have more value if you can be a certain shape if you can be a certain weight if you can have a certain look Yep. And whether we come up and come out and talk about these things or not doesn't matter. It's there. So again, not to say that men don't struggle with that. I just I think that our it's culture into the kids says right that yeah your value is either what you have. Yep. For men, that's the way they're brought up for the most part. That you know the everything streams them towards that type of accomplishment, which is the accumulation of the goods. Mm -hmm. And for women, it's how you look is the component and then anything else is a bonus. Yeah. And not to say that, that women don't struggle oh. on the success side and men don't struggle on the body image side. Absolutely. Yeah. These are big generalizations, but they either way, they are harmful and they impact us. And we do have the power to change this narrative if we choose to. Right. We don't have to subscribe to those channels if we don't want to. Exactly. And it is, it is, that is a message that is one that parents need to pick up at the mm -hmm. earliest childhood days so that they can start changing that because it's the adults who have to change it for the children in terms and of. And the way that they change that is not by talking about it, it's yeah. by being it and embodying it and being an example of it. And it, that is hard work. Like I am, I show up every day with passion and fire and fury to, to tackle this problem. And I, I'm in bed. I'm like in, in in it all the time, and I still struggle with the the messages, and I still feel the deep neural pathways that are ingrained in my belief system around my the my value being tied to how I look. So right. it, it must, you know. So I always think about that, and I have a lot of empathy for for this movement because 
I still struggle with it and I'm trying to be one of the leaders in the movement. So it, it, it's, it yeah, it's hard society, society, you know, we still live in a society which is going to interact with us based on society's norms and you can't change that in one fell swoop. It's, yeah. it's one know, person at a time. That's exactly it. So Katie, we are out of time for today, but I'd like to thank you for joining us on high and healthy. Thank you so much. Can I give your listeners a link where they can get a two week free trial? I was just about to ask where people can go to learn more. Yes. So they can go to weshape.com forward slash high on healthy and they can get a two week free trial at WeShape. Come check us out. Wonderful. Well, thanks for joining us. It's been a great conversation. Thank you, Richard. And thanks to everybody for listening. We'll be back again with you soon. I'm Richard Zwicky.